Good morning, YouTube family. Good afternoon. Good evening. Welcome to Escape from Crazy Town. I'm going to clean my lens right here. That's what's going on if you're watching right now. Oh my gosh, you guys. It is a beautiful morning today. Well, it's a good, beautiful day today, I guess. We had a beautiful morning and oh, the weather is just perfect today. So welcome and uh, I'm glad you guys are hopping on. Good to see you here. Today we're going to talk about the insanity, okay? The narcissist new supply insanity. Because we're trying to make sense of this. We're like, how can people be in this delusion and continue this delusion for so long? How is this even possible? But we're going to dive into that. And part of why that even matters to us right now is because we we want sanity we want things to be rational and logical and as long as you try to get into the mind of a narcissist you're not going to find that but you might find some understanding you might once you understand what's going on inside of their head it puts things into pers perspective and then you don't fall into this craziness with them and into their delusion so this is what we are doing this morning. Good morning, John. Good to see you hopping on. And uh, how are things going in your corner of the world? Well, we are going to get started on the topic. The reason I even want to talk about this is because you can drive yourself crazy trying to understand what's going on over there. You can drive yourself crazy as you watch them make up a crazy and you know crazy fantasy world that they won't leave and they even act on it they act on their insanity as if it's reality and that drives us nuts sometimes if we pull ourselves into it okay my warning to you is to stay separate do not let their insanity dictate how you live your life don't let their insanity determine how you're going to behave. You have to act with reason and rationality. All right, you guys. So the reason they even continue on in insanity is because, first of all, they feed off of each other. They do. That's why the narcissist needs new supply continually because when the new supply wakes up, you know, becomes old supply, let's say, and they start to question the narcissist, the narcissist will not want any more to do with that supply because that supply is waking up. So they need to move on to another supply that's going to help them keep the fantasy, the insanity going. So feeding off of the new supply is what the narcissist needs to do to keep their world, their fantasy going. The new supply that stays within the insanity with the narcissist gets pulled in deep enough that they believe the fantasy is real. And so they feed off of the narcissist and rely on the narcissist to continually give them lies and stories to keep their fantasy alive. That they are the two who are against the world and nobody understands them. And as friends and family try to warn the new supply or try to shake the narcissist awake and into reality, they feel like it's them against the world. 
And so as long as they can feed off of one another, they can keep their fantasy going where they think that nobody else can understand the true love that they have and their true vision and uh, the life that they feel for, you know, their feelings are reality to them. Okay. What I'm here to tell you is like not to degrade your feeling or, or, uh, yeah, not to degrade your feeling, feelings. It's that a lot of times our feelings mislead us. A lot of times what we feel is not necessarily reality. Our feelings um, sometimes come from deep inside of us, and those are our innate warning, you know, red flags that come out and tell us danger, danger. I'm not saying those feelings are not real. Those are there to get you to look around and check things out and make sure what's real and what's fake. Now, the other feelings that we have where we fall in love and they say love is blind because we just feel so good about this person, so nothing they say can be bad. Have you noticed that, um, that I'm trying to figure out a good example to give you, but even in your own life, when you like somebody, your feelings for them dictate how much you're willing to put up with them. Now, when you don't like somebody, your feelings for them dictate how much you're willing to put up with them, <laughs> right? And so even if these two people do the exact same thing, your feelings are going to make you or have you treat one better than the other. Your feelings are going to make you think that even though they both did the same thing, let's say they, they both stole $10 or $20 or whatever out of your wallet without telling you, and your feelings will kind of like conjure up stories for the one that you like and think, well, they, I'm sure they would have told me or they were, they were going to tell me or I'm sure it was for a good reason. But your feelings for the other person automatically will go to, I know their, their um, motives were bad. I know that they were trying to hurt me. I know that they were always the liar and cheat I, I've known them to be without even investigating. So don't let your feelings dictate to you what's reality. Let your feelings warn you and give you a red flag to seek and interrogate and investigate. All right. That's what your feelings are there for. But what happens with narcissists in the new supply is their feelings completely determine and dictate their reality. So, and the, and the problem here, I'm, I'm going to continue going on. I'm not going to list the, the items one by, you know, number them, but I am going to list them. The reason for the narcissist and new supply to continue their insanity, feeding off of one another, trying to keep their fantasy going, is because it's also too costly to them to let go or to face reality. And the cost to them is that faked future they were promised. Excuse me, guys. I'm going to have to have some of my tea and my coffee. And uh, I made several drinks this morning because I'm just so dehydrated. Ah, oh, so good. <clears throat> yeah, so they have built up this fake fantasy, this fake future. And the narcissists, as we know, are big dreamers. They will lay out what their future is going to look like. They're so certain that their feelings about the future are so real that there's no way their future is not real, right? And the new supply comes along and has never seen such conviction about 
a future, right, that, that this narcissist has. And let me tell you, some narcissists dream really big and they become really incredible entrepreneurs because they dream the impossible. Now, you don't have to be a narcissist, narcissist to dream the impossible, but it seems like narcissists have a knack for this. They don't have the restraints and the restrictions that we put on ourselves. And that's one of the things I do in on this channel want to explore with you guys as well. And I know I've gotten some flack for this, but I've said that you can learn some things from narcissists. There are some traits that they have that are good traits. Now they take it to an extreme where it becomes a negative, but we can learn how not to put restrictions on ourselves. We can learn how to, to dream, right? The impossible dream. <laughs> we, we can think about how how we've restricted ourselves, how to, how to forgive ourselves, how to move on quickly onto the, you know, uh, next phase of our life and not look back with intense regret that, that holds us down. There are things we can learn from the narcissist, but we don't want to take these things to such an extreme where we live in a complete fantasy and completely out of touch with reality and out of touch with those who love us. So let's continue on. It's too costly for them to let go of their fake future, their fantasy, and face reality because it's like gambling for them. They have poured so much into this fake future that if they stop now, they're going to lose everything they invested in it, right? They, they're going to lose all the people that they shut out of their, I mean, they've already lost the people they've shut out of their life, but now they're going to lose ground or um, credibility with those people, right? the naysayers. They want to prove those naysayers wrong. So if they let go now, all those people they've shut out of their life for speaking negativity into their life or, you know, telling them they can't do it. This sounds so opposite, you guys, of those who do dream and then you have negative people in your life and you don't want to listen to the negative people. I get that. I totally get that. This is where and why I brought up feelings. Now, those people who are negative, explore and and investigate and learn you know, like is this dream a reality is this dream a possibility or am i just um putting myself on right am i am i faking myself out deceiving myself you want to have something that's stable and reasonable not reasonable but yes reasonable you want something that that you can actually achieve step by step you don't want to just jump off a ledge and expect to be able to fly right like oh i just knew i could fly if i just jumped off this ledge you're going to hurt yourself. So those who are giving you warnings, investigate those warnings. It's not going to hurt you. Just investigate. But there, there are narcissists who then think that those who give them warnings are all wrong or all bad or all negative. They just can't see their dream. But their dream is so fake. Just like gamblers who are addicted to gambling. Okay. I have a relative who is addicted to gambling and she's gambled away her I don't think she's ever owned a house but she's been kicked out of many houses because she's gambled away all of her rent thinking that just one more hand one more hand and she's going to make back all the money she has thrown away um, this is what narcissists and the new supplier like all the things that they invested in their relationship all the people they've cut out of their life all the people they They've injured along the way. They were going to prove wrong. They, they convinced themselves, we're going to prove them all wrong. We're going to make it big. 
And so they feel that if they let go, if they let go of their fantasy and face reality, they're going to have to admit to the people that they shamed, that they fought, that they uh, accused, right? That they completely uh, insulted. They're going to have to eat some crow. They're going to have to come back to these people and say, you were right and I was wrong. And they cannot do that. They cannot do that. So they're going to hold on to this insanity. They're going to hold on to this crazy dream. One thing, I'm going to talk about this a little bit ahead of time, but one thing that made me think about it is American Idol. Remember that? Remember when they would show the people who could not sing, not a single note. It was horrible. And yet they wanted to believe they could, right? They 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 bought into the whole, if you can dream it, it can come true. If you believe it, it, it really is, regardless of what other people think, right? But we're watching these people and it seems like they're in a complete delusion. It seems like, okay, wait, can't they hear themselves? You know, and, and they even get recorded and they listen to their recording. And I don't know that any of these people actually do listen to the recording. They, they'll say they have singing coaches. They'll say that, you know, their friends and family or their um, close, I don't know, I want to say they're flying monkeys, but some of them don't really have flying monkeys. They just have friends who are not telling them the truth. And these friends are telling them, you're a great singer. Don't let anyone squash your dreams and go out there. And they make a complete fool of themselves, right? It's really, really sad. So American Idol is one of those stages where we actually get to be a spectator to the insanity, to the narcissist slash new supply insanity. It's exactly the same thing. They believe wholeheartedly that they are a couple. They believe wholeheartedly that nothing can be um, as beautiful and as great and as perfect and as pure and as uh, absolutely right as their relationship. While the rest of us are saying, you guys are completely unhealthy. You're fighting into the night every night. You're cheating on each other. You're bad-mouthing each other um, to, to friends and family. You guys don't trust one another, and yet you want to convince us you're going to build this beautiful life together. Do you see it? You guys, Are you guys getting that now? Yeah, that is what happens with the knee supply narcissist insanity. They think that if they just hold on for one more hand at the dealer's table or one more pull at the slot machine, they're going to hit that jackpot. This is the new supply, right? But the narcissist also talks themselves into believing this. So the two of them together, and then, and then if the narcissist has a new supply there with them, the new supply feeds off of that, and the narcissist feeds off of the new supply, encouraging them. So they just continue to work themselves into a frenzy, supporting and defending their, their fake future. This airplane passed by, you guys. So anyone who tries to pull them away from the dealer's table or the slot machine, they're going to be fought off. They're going to be cut out of their life for not believing in them. It's absolutely just like an addict. The narcissist is addicted to their fake future where they believe that they're going to come out and 
show everybody that they were wrong, you know, the, those naysayers were wrong. They're going to come out and um, laugh at everybody as they make their millions and leave everybody in their dust and, you know, but not before they get to shame everybody for, you know, not believing in them. The new supply is clinging to the narcissist believing that I'm going to ride this, <laughs> you know, I'm going to ride on the coattails of this dreamer and I'm going to make it big and I'm going to um, get all the luxuries of the fake future the narcissist is telling us we're going to have. We're going to have maids, we're going to have chauffeurs, we're going to have whatever cars we want to have, we can, we can, we're going to have summer homes, we're going to have that lake house or those boats or, you know, and the vacations. The new supply is clinging to that fantasy while the narcissist is clinging to to the dream that they're going to make it big because there is no other option for the narcissist. If the narcissist gets cut down and they don't make it big, that's not an option to them. They just can't see that they're going to end up in the ditch. They're not going to, they can't see they're going to end up in the poorhouse. And as long as they continue to get supply, that's all they care about. And they know that when they talk sweetly about a fake future, that attracts new supply. That not just attracts new supply, it even entices new supply to stay despite the, the abuse. Because the new supply kind of looks at it as a, um, a what you have to pay, right, to have this future with the narcissist. It's their debt that they, or the fee to, to get to the, the future that promises them unlimited money. And they think that if they just stay, then they're going to achieve this. So they're willing to give up their freedoms. They're willing to give up their personality. They're willing to give up their friends and family, all for the narcissist. Meanwhile, we're sitting back and we're watching this American Idol type show happening right in front of us. And we can tell them where the potholes are. And we can tell the, the narcissist, but you're, you're going to start this new tech company in um, spyware or in whatever's you know hot right now. And you have no training whatsoever, technical training. <laughs> so you think you're just going to talk to people, sweet talk people who have the skills and they're going to just automatically want to work 80 hours a week for you to build your company <laughs> and they talk so big and they're such visionaries that some people might buy into it for a bit and, and nibble at the, at the worm, I, I guess the bait for a while with the narcissist and they, they're thinking I'm gathering all this talent. And in the meantime, it starts to fall apart. Right. Those who know them are watching this and going, and what's the substance? Where is the foundation for this? How are you going to build on this dream? Same thing in American Idol when you have people who just because they believe they can sing and just because they get a few singing lessons, they're like, oh, I just know I can sing. I can envision myself being, you know, the next big star and, and everybody's going to want to buy my records and and I'm going to have everything I want in my life. And all I need is a couple of singing lessons. And you're like, um, no, even with singing lessons, you're not going to, if that were the truth, okay, here's the reality. If all it took were a month's worth of singing lessons, even a year's worth of singing lessons, don't you think everybody would be a star? Everybody, 
Everybody would just make millions and millions of dollars singing if they just do a year. Oh, it's and then here's the, th the deal. The narcissist and the new supply will deceive themselves into believing that they have something that others just don't have. They have the motivation. They have the drive. They have this uh, vision that others just, you know, they're the only ones who are so special that others don't have the same vision and that's why they're going to succeed, but others won't succeed. They are just out there. I mean, I love dreamers. I love people who have beautiful vision for the future, but when you hear somebody that you know is just not that smart, just not that talented, just not that capable, and, and pretty much has no motivation to, to endure much of anything, right? You see their whole life and they barely stuck to anything. They're always quitting. They, they hang around, you know, they can't do anything longer than a week, maybe even a month. And now they're going to tell you, they're going to stick with this business plan, you know, I put plan in quotes and say it very loosely, um, into action and stick with it for the five years that they're going to need to stick with it in order to build it up. I mean, I have friends who are entrepreneurs. And let me tell you, uh, many of them, it, I think all of them, actually, I don't know anybody who within a year made it big. Nobody. And most of them, none, most of them, you know, ha are still at it. They have been at their business. They've been working their business for, let me see. I know one that's been going for about, I want to say eight years and now is really doing well. I know another one who has been probably six years and is now doing well. Um, I know a few others who've just begun, as in two years ago and one year ago, and they're still at it and they're not quite, I, I want to say they're, they are, they are paying their bills, but they're just barely getting by. Okay. But they've been st sticking at it and sticking with it for over a year, two years now. And they know it may be for a while longer. They don't know when they're going to hit it big, but they're building and they have the sustainability and they're sticking with it. Now we have narcissists though who after a few months, they're like, oh, it's not working. I'm moving on to the next thing. I'm moving on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And they just think, think that their life is like a, a dealer's table where if one hand doesn't work for you, then you just wait till the next hand is dealt. Well, life isn't quite like that, you know. Life is like you're, you're, you're dealt this hand and you're, and it's a long game. It's a long game of monopoly. It's not a quick blackjack game, right? <laughs> they think that life is a game of, you know, a string of blackjack hands. But in reality, life is actually a game of monopoly. <laughs> it just takes hours and hours and planning and sticking with it and digging yourself out of the hole at times and making investments and sacrifices and even making deals with your partners, right? Or, or people, the other players on the, on the board. It takes a lot of effort. It just doesn't happen within a month or two or three, just like the narcissist thinks it does. So the insanity, though, with the narcissist and their new supply is the dream. And I hate to say that because dreaming is a good thing. But like I said at the beginning, you don't want to take the good things that narcissists um, 
have. They get some of the characteristics that they have are the same characteristics that we have, right? They want to be optimistic. They want to dream big. They want to see uh, the impossible happen. That's a good thing. But they deceive themselves. They refuse to see the red flags. They refuse to cut their losses. They refuse to, to implement real strategies that work. They, they rather just believe that magically things just happen behind some scenes and they get discovered, right? And I'm not saying that nobody ever gets discovered. We've heard of those stories, right, where somebody approaches someone in the grocery store and suddenly they have a modeling gig. Um, but mo that happens like one out of a billion people. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know. It, you, have a better, you have better luck or chances at winning the lottery. So... What I'm saying is the narcissist and the new supply will believe that they're so special that they're that one in a billion. And that can really ruin your whole life. I've seen people gamble their whole life away to the very end and have nothing. I've seen people who are still clinging to, um, to their fantasy and have driven everybody else in their life out of their life. I've seen people who have forfeited their their options at love because to them, love was disposable. They had other things they were chasing besides allowing people who loved them come into their life. You don't want to live that kind of life. You want to be rooted in reality. Well, you guys, I hope everybody's doing well. Monique, good to see you. Oh, really? I've got to look into that song. I don't know that one. That's funny. I'll, I'll look into that. Interesting. Well, you guys. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I wanted to say about this. Yeah, it's that, the, you know, the narcissist and the new supply. They also, you know, they dream big, but they also have incredible paranoia. The paranoia in their life is absolutely real and it's very scary. They're, they tend to be the hypochondriacs, you know. They're, they tend to be the ones who who also at times get this victim complex where they think that everybody else doesn't suffer as much as they do. And that's another whole insanity that's completely different than the chasing the dream insanity. So there are narcissists out there who are the perpetual victims. And I've seen that as well. I, I know of one right now who had been in the hospital because he was dehydrated, for crying out loud, right? Um, he's, he's an alcoholic and he's completely dehydrated. So he gets uh, sent to the hospital and he is loving the attention that the nurses are giving him and the doctors and the technicians and the people who check in on him. It's like he wants to stay in the hospital. He was supposed to be released um, after a few days, but, but then he was kept because I can't remember what it was. There was something else they found, like um, a heart arrhythmia or something like that. So they ended up keeping him longer. And to most people, you'd think, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. I hope they solve this problem and, and you get healed. Um, no, not to a narcissist. The narcissist wants to stay there. They love the attention. 
They're hypochondriacs, but they love the attention that that gives them. They, they think that uh, they're the ones suffering the most, so therefore they should be getting the most attention, the best care, the most concern. Everybody on the floor should be most concerned about them uh, over all the other patients because they're, they're the ones who are suffering the most. Even though someone down the hall could be on their last hours of life and on, you know, life support, the narcissist would demand that the nurses pay more attention to them. It's, it's just absolute insanity, you guys. And the new supply in those cases would be the nurses, would be the technicians, would be the ones who have good intentions of helping people of being there and healing people, but they end up being the enablers. They end up feeding the narcissist all the attention the narcissist has always dreamed about. And and that keeps the insanity alive. So then relatives or friends will come and visit the narcissist and, and you'll see the narcissist is almost like in their element. They're, they're, they're the happiest they have ever been. They're just enjoying all of the attention. And then comes the accusations. Why don't I get these this type of attention from you guys? You guys don't care about me as much as these strangers care about me. And down and down it goes again with the narcissist. You just cannot win. Their absolute insanity will drag you into the poorhouse or drag you into... Um, complete emotional bankruptcy. It's never a good place to be with the narcissist. So you guys, that is about all I wanted to say about that today. Uh, you're not really um, able to pull the narcissist out of that. If you try in any way at all to wake them up to what they're doing, to, to where they're headed, to the disaster that's about to happen, you become the bad guy. You pretty much have to stand back and let them figure it out. Let them face reality when it hits them, right? Let them deal with the consequences of their own actions. But there are always people who, are, who want to run in, rush in, and save the narcissist from this. You know, bail them out, pay their rent, um, get their car out of the impound, um, pay off their credit card debts, uh, you know, give them a job when they know this, they're just horrible. <laughs> they're not going to show up on time. They're always going to have an excuse for why they can't work. They're, they're going to leave you stranded. I've seen this happen too. I have a, another friend who owns a business and there are many days where, where she's working by herself in her business because her employee tells her at the last second they can't come in because they didn't sleep last night. What the heck? <laughs> you know, what the heck? And that seems to be like a big excuse nowadays is, you know, oh, I didn't get enough sleep. Um, most people don't get enough sleep. There have been studies that are done. You guys, this is not a good reason to abandon someone that is relying on you. But narcissists have no problems with that because, again, like I said, they live within their insanity where they believe that they are the ones who suffer the most. They're the ones who are the most special. They're the ones who have the kind of drive to make them the entrepreneur of the year, right? But they're also the ones who, who suffer the most and are the most victimized 
and it's not their fault if they can't get um, get ahead. Holy cow, you guys. So that is inside the mind of an insane, delusional person. Treat it like you would a TV reality show where you're the spectator. You do not want to get involved. You do not want to be one of the enablers. You do not want to be one of the crutches they will be leaning on once they fail miserably. They're going to want to empty your bank account to make up for all their financial losses. They're, they're going to blame you for not believing in them when they fail. They're going to want to blame you for some, some maybe very insignificant part you played in their business even because you didn't uh, email something out you know, 20 minutes earlier when they asked you to email that out. And that's the whole reason their whole business five months from now fails, right? <laughs> that's the way they're going to see it. They cannot take responsibility for their own actions, but they dream as if things will magically fall into place and make them successful. Well, you guys, that is all for today. I know this is kind of a short one, but I hope that this has helped you to see that when narcissists talk big, be very wary. <laughs> be very concerned for yourself. Do not buy into it. Do not put your money in there. Do not invest yourself into their craziness, all right? Uh, stay grounded, but then dream for yourself as well. You know, stay grounded and build. Build one part at a time, and that's how you move forward. That's how you do become successful. I've listened to many um, successful people out there, and it's not like none of them say you wake up one day and there's success at your door. No, it, there's a lot of perseverance. There's a lot of um, not burning bridges. There's a lot of actually taking advice from those who've made it before. Right? Narcissists think that they can bypass all of that. They think that they don't have to do the hard work that everybody else who's successful has done. But here's the deal. There are also people out there who are acting as if, oh yeah, all I did was do a couple of tutorials and, and or a couple of videos and I became this mega internet star. And so narcissists will think, oh, that's all I have to do is put out a video, maybe three videos, and I'll become this internet star. And they don't realize that those internet stars actually had their channels or whatever things going for a long time. And those do, that didn't have it going for a long time happen to be uh, associated with somebody else who has a channel and promoted them. You know, so they don't give you the real story. It's like a commercial. When you watch these commercials that can do amazing, uh, magical things for you. And without that, you know, take this magic pill and you're going to have the body you, you've always wanted. It's a lie, you guys. It's a lie. It's never that quick. But narcissists believe that they're the ones who have this magic pill that nobody else has. And they're the ones who can make this work the way nobody else has been able to make it work. Or they're that one out of a billion that gets discovered in a grocery store, right? <laughs> and gets some modeling contract. Well, you guys... That is the delusion and the insanity that I wanted to warn you of. Don't fall for it, but 
understand it, right? Understand and, and, under, and recognize when the narcissist starts going down that road, when the narcissist starts speaking crazy talk, okay? When they start encouraging and pressing you to invest in their ridiculous dream, which has no business plan, has nothing written out, has no partners, has nobody with any skills associated with it. That should be a bunch of red flags for you. Well, I hope that this has helped. And I think that if you stay grounded in reality, but be optimistic, be optimistic for yourself, be positive, right? And, and be, and persevere. Don't just give up. You guys can get up again and again and again and move forward each time. That's how we succeed. Well, you guys, I hope that this has helped. And I ask that you would give me a thumbs up, make some comments and share the video. Pass along some of the things that you've learned and watch a commercial once in a while on my channel. That helps so much. And, and understand that the crazy insanity that's going on around you is not um, to be feared. You don't have to get pulled into it. Those who are grounded in reality do not get swept up in the waves of, of insanity. They get protected. They find the high ground and they watch the waves pass by back and and then they end up with sunny skies and a nice plot of land to relax in and that's where we want to be so blessings to you and i will catch you guys next week